Okay. Um, hi, my name is Kara, and I am a grateful recovering compulsive overeater and an anorexic. Um, so yeah, thank you to whomever asked me to share. I really um, appreciate the chance to do service. Um, I'm just going to take a minute and ask my higher power to be with me while I share. Okay, so um, I'll follow the regular what it was like, what happened, and, you know, uh, what it's like now. So what it was like, or actually I like to get the kind of stats out of the way. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, I've been sick. Um, so I've been in program about 10 and a half years now. Um, I have released, I'm maintaining about 110 to 120 pounds um, weight loss. And I think that I've kept that off for about three years now. Um, and I've been abstinent um, just a little over five years this time around. So relapse is part of my story, which I will talk about. Um, so yeah, I grew up in, so what it was like, I grew up in a pretty unpredictable household. Um, I was an only child. I grew up in an alcoholic home. Um, my parents fought a lot. You know, and just like any, well, any situation, nothing was, all, you know, all good or all bad. There were definitely good things. There were difficult things, you know, but I think that that definitely spawned some of the overeating that I did. I remember around age six, and maybe it happened before this, but I started overeating. I would get up at like 6 a.m. before my parents were awake and I would make food that my mom had taught me to like make in the microwave and I'd make a bunch of it and eat it before my parents would get up. Um, I remember my mom and I were kind of binge buddies. You know, we would eat, we would just sit down and, and eat a lot of food together. Um, you know, we had a joke that we never had anything good to taste good in the house, i.e. junk food unless um, company was visiting, you know, so I really always looked forward to company coming because then we finally had junk food in the house. Um, I, you know, I was shown a lot of examples of just, I think, unhealthy eating. You know, I found out when I was a teenager that my mom, my mom had told me that, I guess she was concerned about me, um, that she had been bulimic for 20 years, you know, um, Let's see, you know, my, there was just a lot of, I felt like my mom was always dieting, you know, and so the reason we never had junk food around was that they would overeat on it. And so I think that's how both my parents were pretty much of average weight most of their lives, but um, but that's how they controlled their weight. Um, you know, when I look back at pictures, I was not a very overweight child, but um, I think it was like third grade, I started feeling self-conscious about my body. You know, I remember feeling badly that someone else's butt in, you know, in my class was smaller than mine. Um, and I think, like, I have a second grade girl, you know, and so I was probably, like, eight or something like that. And I really um, was very focused on my body at a young age. Um, I was pretty average weight until we moved to California from Ohio, and I think I gained 25-ish pounds, and I was teased for my weight. You know, in eighth grade, I remember walking with my hands clasped behind my back to hide my butt all the time, all of the time. You know what I mean? And when I think about it now, it only really draws attention. 
to that area because most people don't walk around like that all of the time, you know, but in my mind, <laughs> excuse me, in my mind, I was, you know, hiding that part of my body that I decided long ago was unacceptable. Um, I did go through a period of restrictive eating in my teenage years, you know, where I just um, I didn't eat a lot. I drank a lot of Diet Coke, you know, um, had a lot of eating rules, different things like that. Um, around 16, um, I started this behavior that I like to mention because I haven't heard it in the rooms. and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's done this. But um, when I was 16, I started, and I know I'm not supposed to mention, sir, I started licking this the salt off this certain type of junk food. And um, I would make sure at that point not to get any piece of the actual food into my mouth because I just wanted the taste and um, I didn't want any of the calories. But that behavior continued on for 17 to 18 years. I mean, I continued to do this. And like what started with, this just sort of shows the progression of the disease for me personally. Um, what started with like one bag of these things ended with me buying three large bags of these things and, you know, eating two of them. Uh, it was, yeah, it was just, you know, crazy. Like it's, I, that behavior started when I was in a more restrictive phase, but when I moved back into a more compulsive overeating phase, this is what I was doing, you know, and it shows the insanity of what was going on for me, you know, at that time, because I would do that. I did this for years and years and years. And I spent so much money and, you know, I would uh, lick all the salt off these things and my tongue was so raw, you know, um, but I just had to keep doing it. You know, it was so painful, but I just kept doing it. Um, so as far as my eating in adulthood, I ate, you know, I vacillated between eating too little and way too much. Um, I'd used laxatives for many, many years. Um, I did a lot of pay and weigh programs. And I remember, excuse me, um, I heard a speaker one time say, and I just, I love this. I always like to share this when I speak, you know, it's like um, step one, right, is I'm powerless over food and my life has become unmanageable. But um, this speaker, sometime, someone a long time ago said, I'm powerless over food and my life has become unbearable. And for me, that's really what it's like. You know, when I'm in the food, my life sucks. My life is unbearable. Um, and I don't think I even really realized that as much until I got into program. Um, but now I know <laughs> I have forever ruined binge eating for myself, which is a good thing, you know, but, um, so I had a ton of consequences of, of my compulsive over and under eating, uh, physical, you know, I gained obviously over a hundred pounds. I had plantar fasciitis. It actually hurt to walk. You know, my feet were so sensitive. You know, I when I was 33, I'm an, I was on blood pressure medication. I'm not anymore, which is nice. But, you know, um, acid reflux, aches and pains, problems with circulation, all sorts of stuff. Uh, I remember walking to the middle of the mall in my early 30s and being really pretty winded. And, you know, having an, enough insight at that time to wonder, like, what is it going to be like in 30 years from now? you know, if this is what I am, what I'm like, you know, when I'm in my early 30s. So, um, so like, yeah, lots of uh, physical consequences, emotional consequences. You know, I feel like my emotional growth was very stunted. Um, 
you know, from the time when I was young because I just started eating to um, solve my problems to make me feel better, you know. And so that caused me to have much less sexual and emotional connectedness with my husband. I did manage to find an awesome guy, you know, that wanted to marry me and I wanted to marry him. But this has caused a lot of um, issues in our marriage. Um, I had a baby about a year before I came into program. And while I did take care of my baby's physical needs, I feel like I was really unable to care for him properly. You know, um, I just, yeah, I did a lot of things that I wish I hadn't done just because I wasn't present. And really everything I wanted to, like, my whole life surrounded around um, what is my binge food going to be for that day or foods, you know, procuring the food and then basically getting rid of everyone around me, you know, so um, so I could do what I really wanted and needed to do, which was just binge, right? Um, you know, I've eaten from the trash. I have like, you know, had to pour soap on things so I would not eat, you know, take it again out of the trash. Um, I repeatedly promised myself that I would never do these things again, right? Never again. So it'll be my last time. I'll start again tomorrow. I'll start again on Monday, blah, 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 blah. Of course, you know, I fail and then I feel demoralized. You know, I've prayed and asked God to take this away, um, you know, I would eat to the point of being in pain. You know, my stomach would be so distended that all I felt like I could do was like roll over, you know, on my side onto the couch and then just sort of wait to feel a little bit better, you know. So needless to say, you know, with all these things, I was depressed and suicidal sometimes off and on. Um, and that is not my life anymore. So, um, what happened? Um, let me see. I started program, like I said, a little over 10 years ago. Um, and I'm totally losing my place right now. Oh, so I did get abstinent a few months into joining OA. Um, but for me, what that looked like, it was not easy. You know, I did get a sponsor quickly, but you know, just, I was very much white knuckling it, you know, even though I was working the steps and stuff, I would just to get from one meal to the snack to the next meal and all of that was very, very difficult for me. You know, I would get incredibly irritable and then I would just sort of like crack, you know, and like end up sobbing. Um, like I might have been experiencing big emotions fully, maybe for the first time in my life, you know, because I wasn't relying on the food. Uh, for me, I was terrified of being hungry and uncomfortable. You know, I really thought, I know that it was complete. I mean, some part of me knew it was irrational, but my fear was very real that I just might die before my next meal or snack. Like, I cannot be uncomfortable. I cannot be hungry. You know what I mean? It just, I couldn't deal, you know, and um, I did it, you know, but it was very difficult. Um, but I did it with the power of the group and my sponsor and my higher power. Um, at different times, you know, I, I came in when my first child was one and um, I would like sometimes sleep in between meals while he was sleeping just to get from one meal to the next and stuff like that. So, and my first food plan was three meals and one snack and no seconds. But when I think back to like my plate, like I, it was sort of like three large plates of food and one snack, you know, and now 
I have three moderate looking plates of food, you know, most of the time. And, um, <coughs> and, uh, just things have really, my food plan from where I started to where I am now is very different. Um, excuse me. I did talk about, I ref, talked about how I, uh, experienced relapse. So I had a sponsor, um, that I got very, very close to and worked with. I think for three years, maybe. And um, she was the first person who took me through the steps. And she got sick, you know, just out of nowhere, like with a very weird kind of bacterial thing that did some really kind of scary, gruesome things to her body. And she passed away. And um, I was present throughout her illness, present for her. Um, but it was sort of like maybe I held it together, you know, like, and then she died and um, I had a break in absence a couple of months. So for me, I, during that relapse time, I, I never left the rooms. I kept coming back, but um, I spent the next year, year, maybe year and a half in and out of relapse. And it was just awful. <laughs> you know, before relapse, I had three years of abstinence and I had, had released a significant amount of weight. Um, I put back 40 pounds and relapsed. And, um, you know, now I knew what I was doing to myself. I knew, um, you know, I knew that I could have this life beyond my wildest dreams, right? Like, it was so much better. And, um, and yeah, you know, and because of my disease, I was just continued to relapse, you know, and I was stuck or at least I felt stuck. And what part was scary was each time I broke my abstinence, like the first time I broke my abstinence, I was really upset, you know, and I talked to people and all these things. And then with each subsequent, each subsequent break in abstinence, it just became a little easier and a little easier, a little easier. And it's not that I wanted to do it, but I just thought, oh, I'll just it's okay. I'll just start again tomorrow. You know what I mean? And now I do not believe that like I have another relapse in me. Excuse me, and I'm not willing to uh, test that theory out. You know what I mean? Like, if I went out there again, I don't know if I would make it back. Um, and the other thing with the relapse was that this definitely caused distance between my husband and I. You know, he knew what I was doing to my body now. He now sort of understood what was happening better because he had seen me pre-program and then in abstinence in-program. Um, and he objected to what I was doing to myself, you know, and this made me want to eat at him kind of thing, you know, which I don't know if, if people can relate to that, but I have definitely eaten at people before. Um, Gentle reminder. Thank you. So what's it like now? Um, I think I've worked the steps five, about five times in this program, and um, the change and the power is definitely in the steps. Um, let's see, I think, yeah, what it's like now, I'm strongly working my OA program. I'm also in another relationship program, working on like emotional sobriety. Um, I'm sort of in the middle of that, like you hear that sponsor, sponsor sandwich thing. You know, I am a sponsor. I'm currently full, but I'm a sponsor and I'm also sponsored. I feel like that's so important to be sponsored. Um, and I'm just kind of like right here, safe in the middle of a pack, you know. Um, I do morning prayer and meditation, a daily tent step. I do utilize therapy and the 12 steps. Um, 
you know, everything isn't perfect the way I wanted it to be. You know, I wanted, I have a lifespan, my wildest dreams, but it's not what I thought it would look like. And that's okay. You know, um, but there have had, I've had so many, um, miracles since I've been in the program. I generally do not have cravings for food. Like I'm free from the obsession and compulsion for food, which is just a freaking miracle for me. You know, I never thought that was going to happen. My life is so much bigger, so much bigger than it used to be. I have so much more support, you know, lots of friends and people I can call. Um, I am willing to get outside of myself um, and help other people and give service. Um, I continue to explore my relationship with and my conception of God, which is a huge miracle for me. You know, it took a lot of courage that I didn't have until maybe a few years ago. And I wanted to just end on the topic of courage. You know, it's like I have, I'm now doing things that I knew that I know that I would not have been able to do before. Um, I have the courage to say what I'm thinking in a kind way. You know, I don't want to, I hate making a so I don't have to make amends if I don't have to, you know, and so, um, and I'm not apologizing for who I am most of the time, you know, I'm, I'm, um, would never have done this before. Um, I, you know, went to Belize in, uh, was that my time? I think. Oh, anyways, I can wrap up. I went to Belize in May of this year. I went tubing through a cave. I jumped off a big rock into the water. I, you know, went hiking. I did all these things that I couldn't have done before, could not have done before. And um, and now my husband's, um, one of my biggest challenges in the last few months is that my husband's whole family has moved up here and we all now live within a mile of each other. And so I am learning to set boundaries. And that is really, really difficult. So, um, but I am able to do these things because of the miracle of OA. So um, thank you so much for letting me share. Thank you so much, Kara. I appreciate that so much. Uh, would you happen to have a topic that we could um, discuss a little bit later on in the meeting? Yeah, I guess um, I was thinking about how do you get through stressful life experiences or just life in general without eating? How do you get through life Stress. experiences? Yeah, like how, do okay. we cope, how do we cope without food kind of thing? Okay, like, but and yeah. uh, and would you like to leave your number, hun? Yeah, how about off the off the recording, please? Oh, so, I'm so sorry. I forgot to turn it off. Oh, That's me. Okay. 